are back with episode 854 of the Critical Myth. I am John, your host, and tonight we have... Uh, Edmund from Washington Heights. And uh, did something happen to Carl that I didn't hear about? Not Carl. Uh. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Gary from Jacksonville, and... Um, wow, the uh, Emperor knows about Ezra. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Indeed. Very interesting. Um, yeah, we are going to be obviously talking about some of the episodes that have aired over the last couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, I think we, we talked about a couple that are going to be highlights, lowlights, kind of, some kind of light. Anyway, um, but we are definitely going to be delving into that. So before we do anything more, Edmund, why don't you give a quick disclaimer? Uh, yes, uh, we will talk about uh, whatever might have happened in the episodes that you might not have heard about, even if you uh, feel like you heard about it continuously leading up to the episode. Mm. So yes, you might be spoiled. <laughs> Indeed. All right, well, uh, just for those who are uh, still getting used to the shift in the way that we are doing things, we basically go through the week uh, night by night. We are, Our week starts from Wednesday through Tuesday. That's just a, an artifact of the way that we used to parse things out during our uh, recording schedules in years past. But for all intent purposes, we start on Wednesday night, we end on Tuesday night, and we cover a couple weeks' worth of episodes as we go. So that being the case, I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, The X-Files, which had an episode in the last couple weeks that actually I really liked a lot. I gave it a nine. I thought that it was, it was almost a perfect standalone. It was just uh, maybe had a hair uh, off here and there because of uh, some of the uh, some of uh, some little details. But I'm not even going to try to say th- this title um, because <laughs> uh, I, I was looking forward to that. <laughs> it's basically um, some kind of coding language, and I believe what it um, what it translates into is followers. But at any rate, uh, it's X Files season eleven, episode seven. Um, and it basically deals with Mulder and Scully dealing with artificial intelligence. It is funny. It is all too familiar. And I think that a lot of people who are a little bit frustrated with uh, the advent of uh, artificial intelligence in our little, literally every, every aspect of our lives, and maybe a little bit fearful, especially the Mulder and Scully uh, generation, <laughs> there are a couple times where they might as well just scream, get off my lawn. But one of the thing that's really, things that's really cool about this episode is that the first act they don't say a word. Everything is all um, just as presented. They don't speak. So they, they actually um, manage to act through just body language and other things. And it kind of is this nice metaphor for the whole idea of, you know, society becoming very kind of uh, in that, that mode where people talk less and they use their devices more. And it kind of uh, takes that to a certain extreme. But it's a really great episode. It, it's You don't need to know what else is going on right now. All you need to know is that Mulder and Scully are now in the, in the quote-unquote modern world, and hilarity ensues. And in some cases, it is actually hilarious. So, uh, recommended that you at least watch that episode. I wouldn't necessarily say every episode of season 11, but that one for sure. Yeah, well, so it certainly sounds like as a, as a person of interest Uber fan, it, uh, it sounds worth checking out. Yes, basically, if person of interest went a little more goofy. It, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it works. Um, also on Wednesday nights is The Magicians, two episodes uh, over this time, season three, episode seven, Poached Eggs, and episode eight, six short stories about magic. Uh, as usual, this is one of my favorite shows that's on the air right now, um, gets a solid eight for both of those episodes from me, and I'm happy to report that the show is coming back for a fourth season. So that's always fun. Um, definitely a, a great mixture of, of goofy, absurd humor and poignant drama. Also on, on Wednesday nights, we have Supernatural that came back with a strong episode, season 13, episode 14, Good Intentions. Um, 
yeah, pretty good episode, I would think. It, it brought back a familiar face. Uh, so that some people will like that quite a lot. And I, actually, I think that's a Thursday night show, so excuse me. Um, also on Thursday nights is Arrow, which came back with a strong episode called Collision Course. That would be Season 6, Episode 14. So um, good, good stuff has been on the air now that shows are coming back. But I think the show that we're really interested in talking about here, as it has come back, and it's one that we all watch, is on Friday nights, and it would be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, Episode 11, All the Comforts of Home. Um, and it seems like maybe they, them getting back to the present wasn't quite as engaging as their, uh, adventures in the far-flung future. Uh, Edmund, your thoughts on this episode? Um, well, I think for me, I certainly, certainly, I mean, after all the, uh, the excitement of, uh, of them, uh, battling the Kree and, uh, and getting off the lighthouse, um, it, uh, it wasn't, this was a, a, a bad episode, but it just felt like, uh, the, the show and the, the cast take, taking a bit of a breather. Um, you know, yes, there was this one shocking incident at, uh, at the, the, the end of the episode where, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we discover how, how Yo-Yo apparently has lost her arms. Um, but, uh, you know, which, uh, certainly was a shock, but this is a show where uh, Coulson already has his robot arm, so you know, I'm, uh, uh, despite the condition she wound up in in the, the lighthouse, you know, I'm not, it was, uh, um, it was very, very painful to see, but uh, you know, I, I am expecting something, you know, something to be done about that. Um, but, I, but I think between uh, between um, Coming out of uh, out of that uh, the 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 end of the the lighthouse arc, um, and uh, and also the fact that they this was episode show ninety nine ramping up to this episode one hundred, which they have been uh, been hyping so much um, that it was just a, a bit more of a, a, a breather and a table setter. Um, but uh, I wasn't uh, especially uh, anticipating show one hundred. Um, I wasn't uh, too worried because uh, I have a feeling they are they are um, are going to be giving us some, some something quite special for that one. How about you, Gary? What are your thoughts on this? Oh, sorry, oh, there he yeah. is. Yeah, it was a sh- it was a shift, but um, this show has been doing that a lot, where the sort of premise or the focus of the show radically changes, you know, before uh, before you realize it in some cases. And um, this was a uh, they're returning back to a very hostile world where um, they are not liked. And as if I as I remember well, way back before they got thrown into the future, um, they were almost being hunted. And um, uh, before they got drawn in, Coulson was having a piece of pie or cake before he got, before they were going to get arrested. He uh, fully expected it at the time. So um, that was, and they were about ready to be arrested. So, you know, they're coming back right into that same world and it's, um, it's uh, not surprising that, you know, they're picking up where they left off at the same time. Um, them being a hunted agency and in a way that's not almost tongue in cheek when Talbot was doing it, um, where they were able to outthink him pretty often is, um, I'm not sure. It's definitely a different flavor for the show. And I don't know that I like it. I like my shield to be better <laughs> than everybody else. So uh, I'm a little hesitant as to the direction that this is going to go. Um, there's no real, uh, at the moment, wild card in it, such as in humans or a mystery rock or a demon or even a ward for that matter in sight. So um, um, I'm a little uh, anxious to see how they're going to turn and twist it. So uh, we'll have to see. Um, it looks like things are playing out exactly the way the uh, future predicted, though, especially given Yo-Yo. And so I'm sort of curious of how they're going to diverge it. If they're going to diverge yeah. 
I think that that I, I kind of gave them a little bit of benefit of the doubt from what was going on in the rest of the season that this was just a kind of uh, shift in focus and that we will definitely uh, it definitely seems like we're going to hit the ground running on episode 100 next time. So I'm hoping that that's the way that it actually works out. All right, let's see if I go over then to uh, is there anything else on Friday nights? Uh, no, but where's that? Okay. The next show that I think is worthy of discussion here is uh, on Sunday nights, and that is The Walking Dead. And I say worthy of discussion because <laughs> I think we have some opinions about this. Uh, yes, this would be Season 8, Episode 9, Honor. And then Episode 10 would be... Um, did I say Season 9 or Season 8? No, yeah, Season 8, uh, Episodes 9 and 10. 10 would be The Lost and the Plunderers, which, uh, yeah, okay. So I think that it's... It's uh, fair to say <laughs> that Honor was not a very well-received episode, and I don't know too many people that did consider it a very well-received episode. Uh, Gary, what are yeah, your thoughts here? Yeah, I don't understand why they didn't just shoot Ezekiel to begin with. I mean, I was just you know stunned. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no, of course, what we're uh, talking about is is the death of Carl, which is a, very much a surprise because, in at least for we comic book readers, uh, you know, we know he survives a lot longer. So this is yet, uh, this is, um, one of the brave examples. And I, I've heard rumors and maybe you guys can touch on it more that it was in that, um, there was some acting issue, actor issues or something like that as for as was the rumors that I heard of why Carl actually left. But, um, yeah, it wasn't in the books. It also, it really surprised the heck out of me. Um, I, it was interesting how much at peace, uh, Carl was, but I guess, as I thought about it more, that sort of always was his character. He was never one to really go nuts or crazy. At least I didn't think so. He was he was sort of a calming force for a, in a lot of situations. So it made sense that he sort of handled it this way. Uh, I would have liked if he could have uh, seen that one girl again. That was uh, that was she, he had met when they first came to Alexandria. But oh well. Um, I thought it was uh, Michonne and uh, Rick's um, goodbyes were. Jeez, uh, they really weren't satisfying or. Uh, I'm not. I'm not quite sure what I wanted out of that. That whole goodbye slash, you know, it's inevitable kind of thing. But that wasn't it. Um, it. It wasn't that it was hollow because I felt. Um, I felt uh, the actor who plays Carl did a did a very good job. It was the people surrounding him that just seemed to fail. Um, also, just having um, Rick and uh, Michonne wasn't enough. I felt Carl deserved to have a few more people around him mm-hmm. uh, as it was going. It, their little, uh, you know, three person drama, uh, wasn't deserving. The character deserved better than that. Uh, of course, given this world, I guess maybe that's sort of the message they were trying to drive home. But at the same point, they, they had a bunch of people. He really should have been around more, you know, more than that. Uh, more people should have contributed their voices to his uh, departure. So, uh, that was, uh, that was somewhat, uh, upsetting. Um, that being said, his, uh, speech to both, uh, Rick and to his, uh, sister, um, was uh was very nice, especially the sister. The handing over of the hat was uh, uh, uh choked me up a little bit. Um, but it was um it just it, it wasn't enough. He deserved uh, he deserved fireworks. He deserved you know something some other blaze of glory to go out in, and we didn't get. It. So that's what. Yeah, I think that what upset me, um, and I know Edmund, you had some comments about kind of the zeitgeist <laughs> or lack thereof, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> Um, regarding this, I think the biggest problem was that for something that was used very much as a kind of uh, 
kind of uh, the word that was used by someone for this was clickbait because that's kind of I guess you could say shock <laughs> tactic, but it does come across as very uh, it, 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 it's it, easy to be very jaded about this. Let's put it that way. Um, why did they not have his passing this rather important character, um, the one that was supposed to represent the hope for the future, and they tried to pass the baton to basically a character that has zero personality, barely shows up on screen, and they don't even really have to address in any way, shape, or form. Um, they would need a massive time jump in order for that character to even matter, and that would be Judith. So um, that that came across as, in, as incredibly... Um, crass for them to do it that way but it seems to me like why would you not have his passing be the sole topic of the episode um to have other things happening at the same time felt almost disrespectful as you were kind of uh, bringing up gary the other things that were happening in the episode um and it really and just the fact that they didn't have all these other people that have interacted with him over the years um in that moment and i don't even feel like they had rick react to uh, carl's passing in the kind of way that you would expect he's been more upset in the past by other people going than he was about carl and that was hard to reconcile it felt sloppy it felt rushed it felt like it was a last minute decision um it was it felt like it yeah. was it <laughs> I mean, they, they basically alluded to this stuff very early on but it, in the season that it was coming, but it, does, it didn't matter. It felt like they just kind of sh- crammed this in um, at the last minute that they didn't really think they didn't really think this through, that they weren't, you know, this wasn't something that was originally planned for this point. Um, and yeah, if they were expecting to get some kind of bump out of this, uh, it backfired in a major way. Um, because they hit their series low from for ratings. Uh, well, I shouldn't say series low, but they haven't had th- this uh, this this few viewers, so to speak, since season two. Um, they got a very slight bump, just to kind of uh, give you an idea here. Uh, maybe five hundred thousand viewers back from the mid-season uh, finale, and then the mid-season premiere. So they got a few people to come back but they haven't gotten nearly as many people as they had at in the, at the beginning of the season. It's dropped down to almost half what they had last season, which was considered to be a catastrophic drop. So they have been bleeding viewers left and right, and now they're down below 7 million viewers, where just a couple seasons ago they were easily hitting 12 and 13. And if we go back even further, we're talking into the 14s and 15 million. So they're now over the course of three years and most especially this year they have lost a ton of viewers and that's why this feels so calculated and it's like oh not only do we get do we get to let go of an actor that is actually expensive for us if they turn 18 um but we can use that in order to try and uh you know have some kind of shocking turn that maybe will get us back on on the pop culture radar and sorry the last time that you were on that was when you had Negan bash a couple heads in and then you completely whiffed it on how to handle that in the aftermath. So they, yeah, boy, this show is bleeding, viewers. It is really, um, it's going to be, they're going to be lucky if they get to the end of season nine at the rate they're going here. They are catastrophically falling apart as far as being the show that everybody talks about. No one is talking about this show right now. 
Yeah, and certainly, I, I, I mean, I, I can just chime in as one of those viewers they've lost. Um, and uh, you know, the, the, you know, there, there, there were a, a, a couple of times when I was sort of ready to drop the show, and then uh, it was. Uh, I mean, when I think I, I think I did watch the the opening episode of this season and just decided I'd, I'd had enough. Um, but uh, but I but I was uh, the with uh, all of the. The hype and then the the background stuff coming out about uh, what why they might they might have made this decision um, and uh, and certainly the the at least uh, claims of uh, making uh, you know suggestions to uh, to Chandler Riggs and his family that he was going to be around and then pulling the rug out from from under him um, but uh, the, the the other thing that uh, even as the as they were they were uh, um, coming into this this return episode the the you know I'd, I'd been around long enough that the moment when I saw it, it was extended runtime. It was like you know, no, this you know, the, the, their their history with these is you have this extend uh, extended episode, and uh, you know, in this case, apparently, even with doing the two plots, it, uh, it there, there there wasn't enough material to to really feel feel like that was justified. Um, and certainly, uh, you know, yes, I mean, given the importance of the character, just have a regular episode and focus on that if you're trying to make a big thing out of that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Just it—it it feels like Scott Gimble and and company are leaving as showrunners too late. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, the time for them to really get new blood in was like two or three seasons ago. Actually, a really good time to do it would have been after that Negan episode. Let that be the capstone for Gimble, and bring somebody else in to handle the aftermath because they just completely messed it up because they lost. Like, basically, they had the attention of everyone. And then they completely blew it in terms of how they handled the episodes afterward because they didn't, I hate to use the word capitalize, but perhaps they didn't manage the, the storylines after that in order to keep people engaged. Instead, they, it felt manipulative because it was several episodes before they went back to the people that they cared about. <laughs> so it, they, they mismanaged it. They've continued to do so. They, it, everything that they do feels like they're trying to bail water from a sinking ship with a bucket that has a hole in it. And it's just not working right now. And it's unfortunate because, you know, this was a show that just a couple of years ago was literally everybody was watching it. Well, you know, I think it's their choice to stay on, on, on Negan and his people for so long. Usually we get a season of that and it moves on to something else and we haven't. And, um, you know, we want a different scenery. We want, you know, I'm almost surprised they didn't move locales or something like that, at least. But, uh, yeah, it's just their choice to stick with the uh, with Negan for another season, I think, was a uh, mistake. They could have moved much faster. Um, And then, you know, yes, I get that the fact that they're trying to do this all out war while also giving people time off. But this this should have been the finale arc for the entire show. This is where they should have been leading to wrap everything up. And instead, you get the feeling that it's just they're milking it. And it really is kind of irritating. So, um, moving on then to a show that I think is perhaps uh, knocking it out of the park uh, in its final days. um, And really showing how to end a series correctly. And that would be Star Wars Rebels that had five, count them, five episodes (laughs) in the last two weeks. Um, as they, oh, they're not trying to run those out. Yeah, no, no, they're not burning them <laughs> off at all. Um, we had uh, season four, so we had episode twelve, wolves in a door. Thirteen, a world between worlds. Fourteen, a fool's hope, and then fifteen and sixteen, which uh, comprised a family reunion and farewell. 
and wow, there was a lot of story in those five episodes, a lot. Uh, we won't get into the story so much, um, except for whatever details Gary would like to bring up. Other than, I'll just say, this fourth season of Star Wars Rebels basically put the lie to anybody who says that this was a kid's show that had no depth. This show changed dramatically from the early parts of the first season to now. Um, and it really went out on a high note for me. Um, I love seeing Ahsoka again. Uh, oh, gosh. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Completely opening the door back up for her. Um, I really liked the way that everything wrapped up because it led uh, at least some characters directly into Rogue One. And it was also good to see the kind of treatment of how those with force powers would still be around, yet they would be not in a position to show up in other properties in the franchise. So it kind of all fit together at the end, in, and it did so in an incredibly uh, strong way. And, you know, for all the people, all the complaints people have about the quote-unquote new canon, they should be paying attention to Rebels, because Rebels actually tied things together in these last several episodes in a really cohesive way that I thought actually shows that there is some thought behind what they're doing. Um, but Gary, I'll go ahead and also let you weigh in on this. Okay, I'll just do a, a talk about a few things. When the first scene opened in Fortress, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, um, you know, again, um, you know, Star Wars Rebels came out of the Disney purchase of uh, the Star Wars franchise. Uh, Dave Filoni was told to stop Clone Wars. It was too adult. It was too serious. We need something for the preteens because they're the only ones that care about Star Wars in a cartoon format. So he started off right as they the masters the mouse masters asked him to started with a very much a kid show and then he would sneak in a serious episode here a serious episode there all of a sudden they see their uh, adult numbers starting to go up oh yeah do a few more of those that's good yeah we're getting a good, good audience response so he kept going and by the second season uh he had completed his coup de grace and um brought it all the way back to pretty much an adult show they i'd say they threw in a few t uh, kitty shows along the way through the seasons but not many and it, it very much became the uh the um the word I'm looking for. Um, the uh, the the uh, canon holder for um, pretty much old Star Wars. I mean, as as the uh, everything was going gung ho for all the new for the new series, um, you have um, you have Rebels, you know, bringing um, Princess Leia back as you know slightly younger than we were used to seeing her in the movies. Uh, they reintroduced Thrawn, which. I wouldn't say they reintroduced him, at least for Rebels, because he, he hadn't appeared prior. And they pretty much brought him back into canon time about where he uh, where we thought he might be anyway. So it really wasn't a, a huge redraft of that character. Um, we got to um, explore the Mandalorians uh, in depth uh, that you know, we really knew nothing about. And I question if Boba Fett really is Mandalorian at all. I really, <laughs> more and more as we learned about them, I really don't think he was. He just stole the armor. Um, uh, you know, even more, as I said, we got to see uh, Kanan uh, tutoring uh, Ezra, you know, through the Jedi ways. We got to learn much more about the Force and Jedi culture than any any movie ever showed us. Um, as we're talking about these uh, episodes in specific, uh, the uh, world between worlds, as we find the temple was this sort of uh, inter time crossroads between um, major events that you could actually hone in on and then we see Ezra um, save Ahsoka who we thought died in the uh, temple fight between her and Vader that you know their last fight so to speak we find out you know Ezra saved her and um, it was that was just uh, you know an amazing thing to have her pulled out and everybody had always wondered what happened to her and here we get to actually see that um, Dave, Dave Filoni and the writers made a big point of bringing in over a dozen characters that existed in the universe, many original two rebels, to wrap wrap it up for us, to say, okay, here they are at the end. 
this is you know this is where they're at which is nice you don't always get that with the series so i was uh, very grateful to have all the little uh, cameos homages and Wow, all three of those guys in the ship at the same time? Yeah, what the hell is the end of the show? We'll, we'll just cram as many people in as we can. And it had that feeling to some extent. And, um, we even had um, Agent uh, Salas um, pop back up again. We it was just it was it was like old home week for these last few episodes. It was really nice. Uh, one nice scene <laughs> before I go too much further from a world between worlds was all the little audio snippets that you could hear things coming from all the different little time windows, and you had everyone quoting from. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn through Ray. You could hear all dozens of different quotes. Um, if you do have a chance, go back and re-listen to those scenes. They threw in uh, over two dozen different voices from different eras. Uh, Leia was in there. Tarkin was in there. There were dozens of voices in there. So uh, definitely it was a, a really nice homage, not only to the series, but to Star Wars in general. Um, that uh, John also alluded to the ending um, I don't think he alluded to it enough, though. Um, I'm, I'm going to go into a little bit more specifics. They did send Ezra, Ezra as well as Thrawn sort of away and gave a plausible explanation for why they weren't around through the um, original tri- trilogy series of movies. But um, we did get to see a uh, flash forward. It was, five, I believe it was five years later, John? Mm-hmm. Might, might have been. Five right. years later? Okay, roughly. And um, we got to see after the war was ended. Um, we got to see uh, Lothal uh, thriving again. Um, we've got to see um, uh, everyone sort of what happened afterwards, which was something I honestly did not expect to see. I figured it was going to close out as uh, sort of Ezra left and Thrawn left, and that was sort of the end. But we got this nice little juicy scene to see what happened to everybody. Agent Salas went back, uh, you know, went uh, went with um, oh gosh, why my bike was Ed. Yeah, Zed. Uh, back to back to uh, Zed's world where Callus Cal- thought he had killed off the entire uh, civilization, only to turn out that they're thriving in this uh, on this other planet. So his guilt was assuaged and uh, partially redeemed, uh, not only by his actions, you know, for the rebel rebellion, but also that he did not actually kill all of them, which was a uh, you know a really nice touch. We got to see um, at the end of the wars after everything was over. We got to see Ahsoka uh, going to look for, you know, going to look for Ezra again. We got, uh, what else did we get to see? Um, oh, uh, we got to see that uh, Kanan and Hera uh, were actually had a child together. Mm-hmm. That I wasn't expecting at all. Was no, a very I... nice little touch, and I think it probably brought a tear to a few people's eyes. Yeah, that. I mean, that was a nice touch. Um, so that um, it was, it was great to see that after that ever after. Yeah. I think that so, uh, basically really helped to bring things into a sense of full closure, even though there were certain things left <coughs> open for exploration. And I think that that's, that's probably the tantalizing thing that people like is that they know that there is going to be more animated adventures. Um, and how much of this will then get pulled back in? Because I believe Dave Filoni is still involved in those new things as well, right? So Yes, yes, he is. I don't know. I'm not sure how much direct control he's having but he's definitely the sort of overseer for the project they'd be stupid to uh, throw away that talent so they're not thankfully and um and like i said um i do have to give um disney credit even though they did come up with you know sort of the gateway for what they wanted him to do as he started to push the boundaries and it worked they uh they let him run with it they could have easily curtailed him and just said no 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 back 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 you know 10 to 13 year olds go but they didn't. They um, they let him keep going forward, and we got you know, like I said, we had scenes like um, in these last few episodes where Ezra's um, seeing his parents and and that heartache. You had the uh, you know the Ahsoka Vader fight still stands out as a highlight of this series for me. 
you would have got that with a <laughs> ten-year-old show. No, definitely. So, uh, so this definitely, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I couldn't say it was perfect. I'm not sure what more I wanted to see, but uh, at least you know we, we haven't been talking about uh, points that much. But you know the uh, these all these episodes ended up around a nine. Mm-hmm. To a, to a nine point five for me, they were uh, you know except exceptional episodes. I like I said the wrapping the wrapping up of the series was uh, extremely well done. It answered most questions, and as you said, opened the doors to new ones. So, oh gosh, I'd love, I'd love to see that Ahsoka series. Yes, that would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, anything else on Rebels before we uh, kind of move on to, and and wrap this up? Because uh, let's see. There's not a whole lot else on the list that that uh, we've all watched. Um, what I will kind of point out then is also on Monday nights has been Legends of Tomorrow. I know that some people are still watching that fairly religiously. Um, season 3, Episode 12, The Curse of the Earth Totem. And then Episode 13, No Country for Old Dads. Ouch. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and it's... Yeah. Well, as uh, as the one who's uh, taking it for the team with this show, um, I didn't get to finish watching the second one, but I did watch, fully watch the first one. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's about what you thought it was. It's painful. They still have dark as the big bad, and now they're hunting uh, totems because they seem to be the solution to stop dark. Supposedly, if they can gather all the totems, so it's sort of a treasure hunt versus uh, and uh, don't let dark get any more of the totems under his control kind of uh, quest right now. Yeah. Unfortunately, that reminds me a lot of where this season of supernatural is kind of going in, in many respects. And it, it's kind of feels like a very rote kind of boilerplate plot type of device. And it's kind of, it, it's, it, I tried to watch a few episodes after the big crisis after, uh, on earth X, uh, mm-hmm. crossover. And I guess stick with legends. <laughs> well, um, as a side note, they did, um, have, um, have Constantine back. <laughs> I did watch that one because it was also, I believe, the one where um, Wentworth Miller, was, it was the end of his run as Captain Cold, or uh, any incarnation of Captain Cold, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because uh, he was always a joy. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to name-check the DCW shows because we'll probably talk more in-depth about them when there's more to talk about. Um, because oh, well. they're also kind of going off the air again for a couple for a week for some reason in March. I'm not sure why. Yeah, well, if if you're going to name check them, let me just uh, touch on uh, the the last Flash show, uh, season four, episode fifteen, Enter Flash Time. I gave this a ten. I think this was the absolute um, pinnacle that this this show has ever done. Ooh, um, I seen it the, yet, so. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Okay, well then I've, I'll be glad to push it. But let me say, I gave it a solid ten. I can't. I could not imagine a Flash episode that. If I had to come up with my with a perfect Flash episode and give check marks as to what needed to happen and be done, this was it. Oh. Wow. wow. It was absolutely incredible. If if I I can't imagine them doing another episode that would be as good as this one. Well, now I definitely have to see it as soon as possible. So I I will hold off my I will I'll be glad to push it, but you better darn see it. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately other scheduling things happened. No problem. But if you give it under an eight point five, we will have words, sir. We will have words. (laughs) Well now I'm tempted. (laughs) Yeah. No, you won't be able to. That's how good it will be. Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling tempted to jump in, right? even even though I haven't watched it for a season and a half. Um, I, I think you could do that. Okay. I, I, I think it's a stand enough stand. It's a, uh, it's a standalone episode. It really isn't um, going with the um, overarching arc either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so very, it is. It's, it's by it's, itself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Certainly, the episode description was quite intriguing. So. Yeah. Oh, it was so Im- imaginative and inventive. I was very. Uh, 
I was. Right, I, right. I'll let you say it. I won't say it. Yes. Yes. Okay. You've you've wet our appetites, and just just to kind of wrap up. Speaking of wetting of appetites, I Zombie is back with season four, episode one. Are you ready for some zombies? And episode two, Blue Bloody. Um, yeah, they dropped a really major plot twist at the end of season three that has kind of uh, once again reinvigorated the plot. Um, and there are some really fun things going on at the beginning of this fourth season of iZombie. This is another show, not unlike The Magicians, that I feel like it does this great mixture of comedy and drama and quirkiness. And um, yeah, I still recommend it. It's still coming in pretty high for me. Um, but as far as The Flash and Black Lightning, I'm, I'm a little bit behind on those for a couple different reasons. But I just have to say, The Flash, still, I'm like back and forth, so I'm excited to hear that maybe they have a really good, solid episode. Um, I felt like they were slumping pretty hard in the middle of this fourth season for The Flash, so we'll see. Black Lightning continues to have my attention. Uh, I think that it's telling a very different kind of story, and uh, I'm really enjoying it so far. But that all having been said, uh, guys, do we have any last thoughts here or anything else that we want to dig into? Uh, Edmund? Uh, yeah, well, I did. I, uh, as we've been talking, uh, I did realize we hadn't uh, touched on uh, the, uh, the that other major cultural event from uh, from the, from the weekend. Um, and since uh, certainly since we talked about the Shape of Water, I just wanted to give my the tip of the hat to uh, the fact that Shape of Water did actually win Best Picture. Yeah, uh, oh, that's right. That's as right. Well as Del Toro taking Best Director, because there was a lot of talk about oh, oh they'll give him director, but they won't give it they won't give it picture. Um, so it was great to see a uh, a genre film um, take the prize and uh, and have Del Toro. Uh, specifically, call that out in his speech, saying, "You know, all, all, um, you know, all, all, all you people who want to tell your stories with fantasy or genre, you know, we've uh, we we've kicked the door down, and uh, you know, come on in and uh, uh, play play around with this." So, uh, you know, yeah, you know, of course, uh, you know, there was the, uh, you know, the the Oscar given to uh, um, to Return of the King. Um, although it always felt like that was more the the industry felt it had to finally acknowledge it because uh, it was such a monumental achievement, and uh, certainly to have a film uh, this quirky um, and uh, and and, and very fun. Um, uh, actually, actually take the take the big prize. Um, you know, we, we will have to see if it's one of those aberrations, and then they just go back to giving it to more conventional films. But uh, it was it was certainly good to see, and I felt kind of overall uh, it was one of those Oscars where uh, the uh, the awards felt uh, pretty uh, um, well distributed. Um, and uh, you know, I, there, there there weren't any uh, major clunkers where I where I thought uh, that uh, you know no that uh, someone else should have won. Um, and the other big one for me was uh, not just because it was it was him playing Churchill, but finally seeing Gary Oldman win an Oscar was, was, mm. was wonderful. So he's got as many Oscars as Kobe Bryant now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thank you for putting it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard that. I heard that put to me. I'm like, geez. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For Yay. Kobe's first. <laughs> no, anyway. you know, thir- 30 year body of work. Uh, one short film. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so Gary, any last thoughts for you for this no. week? I think I've said too much already. All right, all right. Well, then we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. And, uh, well, as has been our our kind of uh, pattern recently, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. So until then. And so ends another epic episode of The Critical Myth. If you want to leave a comment for this show, head over to vognetwork.com. Not only can you find links to the podcast version of each show, But there is a dedicated forum, a ton of written reviews, and related articles by the crew throughout the site. For the written reviews, you can even leave your own review. So let us know if you agree or not. You can also leave comments on our Facebook page, Critical Myth, on Twitter at Critical Myth, or Google Plus under The Critical Myth Show. Any and all use of copyrighted material is only intended for discussion, commentary, 
parody, or educational purposes, in accordance with U.S. Code Title 17, also known as fair use. In other words, please don't sue us. And of course, the statements and opinions of the Critical Myth crew are not necessarily those of the VOG network, its partners, or affiliates. But let's face it, we're probably right anyway. Until next time. Watch, watch, read, read, and listen, and listen, and believe, and believe in the critical, in the critical myth.